Hey guys, this is Tiago with the 3OT Podcast. Wanted to let you guys know about Stereo. We will be doing live 3OT shows on Stereo every Wednesday at 7.30. Make sure y'all check us out. Download the Stereo app and search for Tiago.3OT or just head over to our Instagram or Twitter and click on the link to listen to the Stereo show live. But in the meantime, right now, you're listening to Triple Overtime. From tip-off to buzzer beater. Kick off to Hail Mary. This is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to Triple Overtime. It's your boy Cliff here with the gang. Shout out Tony and Tiago. What's good? What's going on? Let me take a minute to send a deep apology. Um, we've had some technical difficulties. I don't know if I should apologize or the company that made the ATR apologize. Uh, um, the audio tech, whatever, whatever mm, they called. Was it audio, audio Technica, Technica yeah, ATR yeah. 2100? I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. blaming um, those dudes. <laughs> no, nah, I am. I am. I'm gonna I mean, blame it's been, them. It's only been a year. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I feel some type of way about that. But anyways, <laughs> we're back. We're better. Uh, yeah, we're out here now. Break. But look, man, we ready to. Get, we got some stuff for y'all, man. We ready to get lit. All right, so look, let's hop right into the hoops. Um, y'all tell me what's going on, bro. I want to do a quick analysis off the top of the top three teams in each conference, okay? I want to know how y'all feeling about them. Are we scared of them? Do we think they're going to win anything? How the, we feeling? The top three Ooh, teams top in it? Teams. Absolutely. In each conference. In each yeah, conference. Absolutely. You want to do East or West first? Let's go West first, because you're saying absolutely. Let's go West first. Well, I mean, like, uh, why Why would we be... I mean, obviously, you know, with this recent LeBron news, but I, I'm not worried about it. If you've ever seen LeBron... if Well, okay, first of all, if you've ever played in LeBron... about LeBron. LeBron's third, bro. If you barely <laughs> top three. Wow. We barely even talking about Bron right trying to talk now. about Rudy Gobert. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Gobert. <laughs> and that's exactly why. But... It, here's the thing: if you if you've ever played in LeBron's, you know that those are snap worthy shoes. I don't know how anyone plays in LeBron's without snapping something up. LeBron, what? Oh yes, this is crazy. Abs- this is getting so deep. Oh, absolutely. You you snap something up in those shoes. But um, yeah. So if you know LeBron's history, LeBron snapped up his ankle multiple times. He literally, after he snapped it up, came back, shot a three. So I I I'm certain he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fresh for the it? playoffs. Was it the bronze that helped him shoot the three? That's the question. Does that check on the side, bro? The Nikes will get you there. Ooh, <laughs> I'm more of a Kyrie man myself. Ooh, but ooh. well, you know, we'll get to that. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But no, I, I <laughs> honestly, y- y'all know how I feel. I, nothing to worry about with the Lakers. They'll be fine. Okay, you're saying that, but real quick, before we even go to the other two teams, I'm a little nervous though. Okay, Brown's going to be out. He's got a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Usually, that injury for the regular human being—not that LeBron is that—but yeah. six weeks to takes six you about months. six weeks to yeah, exactly to come back mm-hmm. from that. Now, yeah. be the West for, for half of the rest of the season. Yeah. Now, it's not like the Lakers have got a cakewalk to the end of this. Like, are they going to maintain? You think they're going to slide down because they're not going to oh, keep their games without slide. AD? Oh and my Brown. god, they're going to slide. Bro. So, what's up? Like, how are we a little nervous? No. Wow. You think Kuzma's going to carry them to the playoffs? So right Kuzma now? and Schroeder for the win. Let's say they win half their games. If that. It's, that still puts them in the playoffs, right? Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. Okay, you got to understand, though, like the one to six seed right now in the West are only five games difference. Yeah, for sure. 
Like it's not like we don't you don't have to slide a lot. Like to be the seventh seed, like you have to be seven games back. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. That's a very close margin. Oh, for sure, for sure. I I just I don't believe that. We, the thing is, is with the Lakers and with LeBron and AD at any point in time, all they have to do is is make it. It doesn't matter if they're the first seed or the eighth seed. They just have to make it. I mean, I mean, you guys we're not agree? asking LeBron and AD to make it though. Yeah, we're, asking, we're not we're asking, asking them to make it. I know they can make it. Schroeder and Montrose Harrell and Kuzma to make it. Like that's your start. That's three of your starters that's right fair. there. All right. Well, let, let's take a look at their schedule. So even you know, as of this shooting, as of our recording, they play the Pelicans, the Seventy Sixers. So they definitely lose the Seventy Sixers. Then they play the Cavs and the Magic, uh, which are winnable games. They play the Bucks, which to me would be a loss. They play the Kings, which is winnable. They play the Clippers, uh, which is probably a loss. Raptors, that can go either way. Lakers, or excuse me, the Heat, um, a loss. That's a a loss by 20. Uh, Nets, another loss by 20. Uh, Then you play the Knicks, which could be a loss there. But then you got the Hornets, that's a winnable game. The Celtics is a winnable game. And then a back-to-back with the Jazz. So, I mean... Are you saying these games are winnable? Like, Are you saying they're winnable without two of the top five players in the league? Yeah, yeah, it's winnable without. Yeah, that that's that's what I'm trying to tell and, you. Is and that. You, but you saying it's winnable does not mean they win. That means they could possibly win. Oh yeah, yeah. If you look at matchups like with the uh, uh, with the like the Raptors, like the Raptors is a matchup that they could win or lose. But the Kings, yeah. they're winning that matchup. The Magic, yeah, they're I'll winning that, that matchup. The Cavs, yeah. they're winning that matchup. I don't know if they even beat the Magic with that that depleted of a roster. Yeah, they they could beat the Magic. Yeah. Mm. You know, what's this? Know. It's Kuzma's time to shine. Sorry, T. Ross. Yeah, you know, so you know, and Schroeder's Schroeder's not a scrub. Montrez Harrell, like, I mean, these these they can, you know, they can make it work. Well, I'll, let me know. be the first to say, know. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous for them in this stretch because uh, they both have, both their star players have injuries that you don't want them to rush back from. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm nervous. Uh, so we've already talked too much about the Lakers. Wow. Wendy. Oof, yes, um, very much. The Suns well, we, and the we Jazz. Knew that was gonna, we knew what was going to happen with the, the... I can't even say that on this. This is a, this is a PG podcast. I can't even... Y'all know what I'm about to say. I don't... Shout out to Anna Horford. Shout out to Anna Horford. I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, Braun, this Braun lover over here. Old, old Goat James. But uh, oh let's, let's, let's talk about the point oh, guard. Let's talk about the point guard. Uh, Suns. How, are, are the Suns real? God, yeah, the Suns they, are they they'll probably it, take the one you, seed. How could you argue that at this point? I wanted the Suns to be so bad this year, dude. I wanted them to be so bad it's just because of Cliff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, Damn. it's exactly because Look, of Cliff. Bro. I'm telling you, Monty Williams is is like that, man. Monty Williams would be like that. Nah, he, he's that. great, but but the X factor is 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 Chris Paul, man. Honestly, Chris Paul should be in the MVP discussion. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, really I feel should. like I feel like a lot of things just came together this season because I don't want to take it away. Like, I don't want to take it away from a couple of guys who had been there in the past that are, are good guards. Um, but I think I think a lot of things came together really, really well this season for them. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And uh, I, just, I mean, the biggest benefactor. Even, even D-Book. Even D-Book is even D-Book has been playing. Yeah, his sure. efficiency is is through the roof compared to his past years. Here's the thing: I will sure. say, like Devin Booker is, in my eyes, he's so he's so talented, like he's so good. He's always been playing like this. It's just now that they're 
they're the winning is with it, that people are gonna like notice it. Cause I seen he got he got frustrated at a reporter a couple weeks ago when he asked him. He's like, "You're playing so much like better this year." He's like, "Am I really?" Or are we just winning games? Mm-hmm. They're just winning games. Like he's always been this good. He's a top three to four shooting guard in the NBA, arguably top one, depending on who you ask. If you ask a Suns fan. <laughs> oh dang, top one. Talent wise, bro, like um, Baron James, he's off the charts. I said, I said, if you ask a Suns fan, you're talking to a <laughs> Nets fan. I was just making sure. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're talking to a James Harden fan and also a Nets fan. Oh yeah, so you're not. Yeah, troll. Y'all, y'all haven't seen me get toxic mean, they're, yet. They're they're averaging a half a point per game as a team higher than last year, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it's it's moving the needle. But the year before that, 2018, 2019, this year they're averaging almost seven points more per game. So it's hard to say that they're not playing better as a team, not just Booker, but all of them. Like they're yeah. all playing better. Um, but something that I've noticed, like a huge, they're taking better shots. Um, they're attempting more three point attempts this year than they were last year per game. Um, Last year they were attempting thirty-two, and they were making thirty-five point eight percent. This year they're attempting thirty-four, and they're making thirty-eight percent. So they're taking yeah. three more three-pointers, and they're sinking two more. Mm-hmm. So like they're playing just overall as a team, they're playing better. So see, and, I mean, that, and that's why I think. It, of, oh, go ahead, Cliff. I was gonna say, like, think about it. Like the last, I don't know, maybe three or four years, we've always been saying, like, man, the Suns just need a point guard. They mm-hmm. just need a point guard. Get somebody to line up next to D-Book, please. Like, whether it's like a D'Angelo Russell rumor, Lonzo Ball rumor, just get him a point guard. He's got a point guard, and now the stats look like this. But, I mean, like, even he's running the point quite a bit, mm-hmm. like, with, like, their backups and stuff, and he's looking better. Like, his distribution looks better. Like, he's able to, like, he's becoming, like, a full guard. Like, it's hard to say that he's one of the best shooting guards. Like, he's becoming mm-hmm. a great guard. Like, I believe that he could run the point on that team if they were to get another shooter. No, D- like, D-Book's doing great. I just, I think that Chris Paul, I, I just think his contribution. Chris Paul. And he's Chris Paul. Yeah, but but he him even, I think, not him being responsible for Devin Booker. I don't want to say that, but, like, unlocking Devin Booker in a way. Because it's now at a point where D-Book's basketball has has meaning. If if you look at win shares this season, Chris Paul is uh, 17th overall in win shares. And in defensive win shares, he's 18th. So he's doing it on both sides of the ball for this team at, what, 35, 36 years old? So it's 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 big. His impact is is big. You know, the yeah, next the next person on Phoenix is, is with, with that high of a win share would be DeAndre Ayton at 22nd. So if you want to play winning basketball, it's it's Chris Paul. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, okay. So let's go on out to Utah, man. Quinn Snyder. Another coach of the year candidate, as always. Um, yeah, should be. I mean, the last time I was on here, I remember you asked me, how did I feel about Utah? Am I taking Utah seriously? And I'm still not. I think they're amazing. <laughs> I no, they're like nah, yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm with I'm with Cliff on this one. <laughs> I think they're just a, they are fantastic. If you watch them, like Quinn Snyder coaches them to a T. Like they are yeah. a fantastic regular season team. Mm-hmm. I hope and I hope they prove me wrong. Like I hope they just go out and go to the finals. I just don't see it. And a lot of that is because of 
I'm gonna hate to say it, but the number twenty seven just doesn't do it for me, man. I, I just he just doesn't do it for me. Mm. He's a great regular season player. He's a great regular season player. But when it comes to the playoffs, like you need you need somebody you need somebody in each one of those positions that is dynamic, can do more than one thing. And in a, in an era of positionless basketball, like what was that? It's a and, different and sport. It, We're talking about yeah, basketball. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, <laughs> in an era of positionless basketball, like 27 just he's very classic. Very classic. And like, if I'm not saying that he's not talented in his own aspect, but he's not dynamic. That's the, yeah. I think that's he's not defensive player of the year though yeah probably defensively he's a stud but that's all he can do honestly but i mean he's mm. defensively you can't you can't say that he's he's two-time defensive player of the year you can't say he's Mm. bad defensively is he great against smaller players no he's not but he's not like that's what i'm exactly my point he's a classic center he is a Feet in the restricted area center. Mm-hmm. He's not a, you know, he's not making the switch. Like, I mean, like Jokic, we joke around about Jokic can't guard a park car, but Jokic is one of the best pick and roll defending centers in the league because he can guard guys at, at from the wings. Yeah, Jokic is great. But when it comes to him guarding another big, he's just, he just can't, doesn't have it. I wouldn't call him great on the wing, but yeah, I, I mean, as a seven footer who can rotate, rotate his um, assignments is, is he's pretty good. He's top five at that specific skill set in the NBA. It's actually really interesting. Uh, Jokic is top five in defensive win shares this season. Yeah. Top five. Because he can switch. Because he can switch. That's, that's big. You got Rudy at one. Where's Rudy? Rudy's at one. Go James is at two. And see, my thing, my, my, my issue... <laughs> I knew you were going to ask for it, so... My issue with Rudy actually has... It has nothing to do with his defense. Like, his defensive um, prowess is undeniable. Like, he's... Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, my issue isn't that, though. It's just that when... Unless Utah is playing a conventional team, he can be negated. And oh, the easily. issue with that is that, okay, if we decide to isolate Rudy and make him defend on the perimeter or pull him out the paint, He's not punishing that player on the other end because his offensive toolbox isn't. It's not like that. Like it's just not. Yeah. Yep. So to me, he becomes a net negative if he plays a team who can attack him. Properly. But but should should he be penalized for that? What do you mean? Because he he is a center. He is a big. He is what it is. Like he's not going to be this. Uh, you know, he's no, not going to be a perimeter. Well, yeah, pick, are you pick, seeing what Joel well, Embiid is doing? Well, I was about to say, tell Joel Embiid that. Well, the I was just about to say that. No, I seen no, Joel Embiid hit a hezzy through the legs, tap, step back. No, like, no, no but, but I'm talking about defensively. <laughs> I'm talking about defensively, right? Because Giannis doesn't do that, and Giannis is a top five player in the league, right? What do you mean, though? Giannis isn't mm-hmm. doing hezzy, step back, whatever. He That's not Giannis' no, game, see, but, the but thing he's is, a top five player in the league, and we don't Giannis penalize gonna, Giannis for that. Giannis is going to punish you on the offensive end if you put a smaller person on him. Right, I understand, but but you can say that Rudy Gobert does that defensively in terms of his rim protection and him adding into now. The not same if point, I not if I go five out. No, no, I, I and I hear you on that, and we saw that with with the Houston Rockets. So I I I agree with you. I agree with you on that. I I, I want to make it clear. I'm not, I'm not here to. Uh, I'm not a Rudy Gobert lover. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know we're not at uh, quotes, but um, I wanted to t- say uh, talk about what Ben Simmons said. 
Uh, no disrespect to Rudy at all. He's a great shot blocker defender, but he's not guarding one through five. He's guarding fives and probably big fours. So that's kind of where you uh, where you're coming at, uh, right, Trey Tony? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Cliff for Tone. sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's even, fair argument. And as the league progresses even more, like the fours are getting more and more dynamic, mm-hmm. the fives mm-hmm. are getting more and more dynamic, and in a world that's changing, he is almost like going backwards. He's like a, he's like the old staple of the center. Mm. Which it's, it's just like watching him play is like like you said it's like an old staple of his, like his, his movement isn't very fluid he's very rigid like he's not i don't know man like without getting super disrespectful which i don't want to do like that's not the intention but it just sounds like mm. he just kind of lumbers his way down the court gets into the gets into the post and then if he gets the ball he makes one move and then he misses or he makes it and you just live with that outcome and then he just kind of lumbers his way, and he just runs like he's not right. going for an offensive rebound. He just lumbers his way back to defense, and then shuts yeah. down the 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 other team center. And it's like, sure, he's shutting down the other team center unless it's Joel Embiid who's just meeting him at the three point line. And if he doesn't take him at the three point line, he shoots. Yeah, yeah, jo- a, Joel you know, carved him up. Yeah, and then oh, he does meet him at the three point line. He's just gonna dribble around him. Yeah, but. That I get Joel Embiid's kind of like a one of one, so not a lot of centers are doing that, but a lot of teams just won't play a center against him then. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like, well, like with Embiid, you just like, you're like, all right, bet. We know he's going to go crazy. Like, there's no one in the league who's going to stop Embiid. Okay. Like, you're going to sacrifice that. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. I, we've yeah. seen him put up a 50, 50 points, 40 points, 20 rebounds, whatever. We've seen him do that. I haven't seen a stat line where Rudy Gobert comes up with 35 and 19. Have you seen that? Is he punishing anybody? I haven't seen a stat. I don't think I've seen a stat line where he comes up with like fifteen and fifteen. No, no, he's had he's, he's had something. He's like not that. gonna. It's just he's not gonna make you pay on the offensive end. And I think that is at the end of the day, that's what's gonna hurt Utah. But but do you do you need that? And the only reason why I say that is because if we look at roles and things of that nature, the the reason why the Utah Jazz work is because everyone understands their role. We Absolutely. know Rudy's not gonna be up there putting up those buckets, but that's why we got everybody else. We got. Jordan Clarkson, Donovan Mitchell, and Mike Conley uh, to handle the we'll scoring load. I, I will you say, get 10 on, from Rudy. Quick. That's a gift, you know? Yes, yes, but the difference is this. Rudy's making the checks to carry a team to a championship. Like, he's supposed to be one of your big three or, you know, however however you want to word it. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's not. He's just not. He's he's a glorified Zildrano Sigalskis. Like he's just a better Ooh. defensive. He's just better defensively. Like he yeah. just is. Like he's just yeah. that, but better. Def- he's just better defensively, but otherwise you're getting that. And it's like not. No offense to the Polish hammer, Big Z. Like no offense to him, but it's just like he's never gonna be a max contract guy. Dude, but Rudy? no root. I'm saying oh, oh, Z. oh Big Z. Right, right, yeah. Big Z is never gonna be a, a right. never was yeah never was a max contract guy. And but like Rudy is mm-hmm. because he gets to, he's two times defensive player of the year like he has the resume yeah but unfortunately he doesn't have the output that his checks are gonna provide like his checks are allotting so he's limiting the team who he can put around him because of, because of how much he demands because of his resume and, you know what I mean like ah, I don't know man I don't know and then on top of that you got to think. Um when you have a team like Utah, when you watch them play, like their scoring output's actually crazy. Now, they're one of the best offensive teams in the league, which is why I keep calling them the regular season team. They shoot a lot of threes. They run a lot of sets. Like Quinn Snyder's got them boys coached up, something crazy. And they're hitting shots. In the playoffs, we already know how it is with jump shooting teams that have a 
center in the middle like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think Steph Curry's in Utah. So, like, when they go cold, I hear what are we going to do? I hear you. Let me Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. Because Chris Paul's 22 in offensive win shares this season. Where do you think Rudy's at? This is analytics. You know, I hate this. Uh, I know. I trust my eyes. If you had it, if you had to take a guess though, because all right, let me give you, let me, let me give you some, some names for reference. So James Harden is number five in offensive win shares this season uh, with 4.7. Jokic is number one at 7.6. Dame is number two at 6.5. Kawhi is number six at 4.4. We head down the list. Kyrie, is number nine at three point seven. Um, Steph is number ten at three point six, followed by Luca. If we had to like number twenty, you got Brandon Ingram, twenty one, Goat James, twenty two, Chris Paul. So where and then obviously it goes down to like the top fifty, sixty, seventy. So where where would you knowing what you know about Rudy, where would you put him at? Wait, Goat James is twenty one? Go James is twenty one, right right above Chris Paul in offensive win shares. He washed. said, "Wash, wash." This is this is, and this is why I hate analytics. Um, wash. I don't know. I'll put it really. I don't. Know, I guess it's thirty-two. I don't know. What is he? Thirty-two, something like that. So that that's actually Zubox. Zubots is at, is at thirty-two. 32? Yeah. Okay. Joe Harris is at thirty. Bam out of bio twenty-eight. So, do you think Rudy would be higher or lower? With those names I just he's gave, the, he's the number one defensive player in the league right now. No, no, I'm just talking offensive win shares. Offensive win shares. Oh, offensive win shares. Yeah. Oh, definitely, he's definitely below Bam. Are you Strictly me? offensive. Definitely below yeah. Bam. These are all just offensive numbers. No, so I mean, I, I mean, he should be low. Clip? <laughs> he should be very low. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't no, know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how they calculate those. Okay. Like analytics know, guys are like, <laughs> like the analytics has so many loopholes they create to make stuff matter. Tell me where he is. Okay, so Bradley Beal is at 26. Tell him where he Oh, is. my God. Rudy yeah. Gobert is at 24. Okay. In offensive Yo, win shares. Go, Rudy Gobert has more offensive win shares than Bam Adebayo. Them, and, and more than Bradley Beal. <sighs> I hate this sport. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're so I, Who wants to look at charts when we talk right? about so, And Bradley Beal's averaging 32.1. No, I. but the reason why I bring up that number is because I think Who it's... Who wants to look at charts? Well, the, the reason why I bring up the number... <laughs> Is because when we had that interview with Bino, he talked a lot about guys whose numbers don't show up on the scoreboard, but their impact is essential to what happens to the game. So my question for you guys, looking at this and looking at this number, because win shares are supposed to equate your impact on the court, is Rudy that type of a player? He's not going to give you thirty points a game, but. Is he is he impacting the game positively, offensively, even for the Utah Jazz? I would say yes. I mean, he's. I, I think he has an impact on the floor, um, primarily defensively. But yes, he has. He makes an impact. He's an impactful player. Mm. Um, but I think that his impact has a limit. But yes, in in most situations, yes, he's he's impactful. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought it's interesting. I mean, is that fair? I think that's a yeah. Fair no, that that, that might guess. be the nicest yeah. thing you've said, Cliff. And it's like, I see, like I don't want to make it seem like Ever. I'm, like I'm crashing. <laughs> he's he's an NBA player. He's a fantastic NBA player. He's just to me what he does in he's today's very game. Yeah. He's very one dimensional. In today's game, yeah. it has a limit for sure. What he can do. Yeah, for sure. 
no, no. I, yeah. And in, yeah, he's just very one dimensional. And in this in this sport at this time, you can't be one dimensional. And that's the way I feel about it. Like, you know, it's not necessarily like a I'm not saying that he's bad. Like, it, you know, we can say what do we say that Shaq is the best center to ever play. Right. Yeah. Most most dominant. In my opinion, one of yeah. dominant, one of the, one of the most dominant players to ever play, yeah, and yeah. probably the and definitely the best center that's ever Pro- probably played, the ever most played. dominant player to ever play. I, I yeah, yeah. to me, I, I personally, I think uh, Hakeem's the best center to ever play, but I think Shaq is the most dominant, like by far. Okay, I'll take that. But it's like realistically, do you guys think Shaq would dominate as as much now as he did back then? And on no, despite I, what I, Shaq I still says. Think, no, <laughs> I still think he would dominate. No, he definitely would. He would still dominate because he's just such a physical force. Mm-hmm. But like, you could neg- you could just negate him, really. Yeah, but I think, but uh, Shaq is, in my opinion, my opinion, Shaq is, is is a much better athlete than Rudy is. Oh, I agree. But yeah. you, if you you can't three points is always more than two points. Yeah, in this in this era of basketball, exactly. like exactly, it don't matter if he scores two every single time. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, Shaq, I mean, I did you know, see man. Shaq and Candace uh, talking about uh, this, this Shaq, pick and roll? Bro, uh, Shaq, Shaq be drunk on TNT. Bro. Nah, <laughs> man, she exposed <laughs> that man. He would. <laughs> he, she like, she exposed that man. Shaq be Shaq, Shaq be just be on there chatting, bro. He yeah, he's he just talk. like like Christian Wood said, man. He's a casual. He, he got exposed. <laughs> that was not Christian good. Wood called Shaq a casual. Did you not see that? Did you not see that? Oh nah. my god! Well, <laughs> so me and, me and Christian Wood have like. Our relationship right now is on the rocks. Like, he's on my fantasy team, <laughs> and he hasn't played in like three months. He got I hurt. mean, albeit he had a high ankle sprain. Yeah, he got so hurt. whatever. Yeah. But nah, bro. I don't. I, I've been anti Christian Wood right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look it up, man. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it is super funny in an interview. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it was That's crazy. Ooh, yeah. Uh, okay, so moving over to the Eastern Conference, uh, the top three teams: Philly's leading. Philly's leading. Nets are number two, and Milwaukee's number three. Love it. We should. I mean, we should talk really about four through twelve because they're all like game away from each other. But yeah. whatever. Nah, we shouldn't. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> the Knicks are in the playoffs. Like, I'll never forgive the East for this. Honestly, <laughs> only only person four through twelve you should worry about is the Heat. That's it. Yeah, the Hawks are. I don't know, man. The Hawks are putting together like a resume right now. I think the Hawks are like two years away from being like real. And then they, they mess it up. They're about to trade though. I don't know who they're trading for, but. They're trying to get rid of Collins. Try to get rid of like I don't know what they're doing. Hey, drop Collins, pick up Brad Beal. That would be yeah, in what world? Very interesting. Bradley Beal. I mean, John obviously, Collins. some more would have to <laughs> some more would have to go with it. Like I wasn't just saying like a one for one. That like what be, are you talking uh, about? Very interesting. I don't know where. Anyways, all right, let's go. Let's Carry start on. from the bottom up. Um, uh, we got Milwaukee. Mike Bullenholzer's boys. Um, I mean, put it this way. So I've seen this on Twitter. Giannis is having another statistic, statistical. Wow, statistical. Wow. I know you. I, statistical. I know you hate numbers, but wow. Man, statistical. Yeah. I'm going to keep that going. Yeah, don't Anyways. ever say that. Mm. Um, You're making me feel uncomfortable. Carry on, though. His numbers this season are outrageous, uh, per usual. Uh, he's not getting any MVP hype. Um, and I think this has a lot to do with because we know how this story ends every time. But regardless, here or there, his numbers are like generational. Uh, y'all know I'm kind of anti Giannis. I mean, he's a great player, but mm, whatever. Mm. Giannis mm. is phenomenal. I I, I want to say that. I want to just say that. I, I I heard an argument the other day, and it kind of like 
like it just it hit me because we keep comparing we keep making Giannis someone that he's not like we compare him to like wings we compare him to LeBron we compare him to KD like he's not that dude he's a big and he's probably the most dominant big we've seen in the league for quite some time so if if, if you put him in that category Giannis is mm. incredible yes and no there are other guys in this league that are more incredible than Giannis that uh, KD plays the I mean, same position. My, like, he's a wing, a lot of guys more incredible. So you can't. KD's you can't, the same height and weight, my guy. K, uh, like his skill set's just different. Look, but if I say, they play the same, they can I play the know, same man. position. KD wets about a buck twenty. <laughs> Look, I'm they're, they're very different players. No, and I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that you can't say that. Oh, he's a big, and you can't say KD's not a big. Like KD's literally taller than this man. What, but what I'm saying is that KD plays. As a wing, he he doesn't play as a big. Giannis okay, so plays what, oh. as a big. My point is, is that what qualifies a big is play style. Yeah, because we're in an era of positionless basketball. So let's say everyone's the same height, but everyone plays differently. Do you but understand you can't what I'm saying? Everyone's the same height because if Chris Paul was six was six eleven, like Giannis, is this league would be done for? No, but what I'm saying is, let let's say for example, you you have everyone at the same height. You have Giannis who is just ridiculously dominant in being able to take two steps and get to the basket and dunk on fools and dunk on everybody. Right. And then, yeah. And then you're not saying, but you're not saying that's, um, that's my point though. I'm saying his, a lot of his skill set comes from his size. Like him being six eleven makes it so he can take two steps to the basket. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because there are other guys, his size who don't do what Giannis does. You know know what I'm saying? No, I'm not. no, No, no. Being, Big and being athletic are two very different things. What I'm saying, though, is that it's the combination of size and athleticism that make Giannis so good. Like, he's 6'11", but he moves like a wing. He moves like a guard. And that's what makes him fun. Mm, to like, me, he, he can moves take like two- a big. And he plays like a big. Because, like, KD can't do stuff Giannis can do. And, and vice versa. Yes, but that doesn't mean that they... Okay, so Jokic and... Jokic is Jokic. huge, and he can't do what Giannis does. Right. Yeah. And Jokic can't. But does, does that mean? Does that mean that Giannis isn't a big? No, I'm saying Giannis no, is a big. Saying? That's what I'm no, saying. That's, but that's, but I'm saying there's other bigs. Like that's. But that's exactly my point. Where I'm saying that, like Jokic, Giannis, and KD are all like an inch apart, and all three of them play completely different. That doesn't mean Correct. that one of them is a big and one of them is not a big. Uh, yes and no. That's what I'm saying. Play style does not make you a big. You being big makes you a big. <laughs> I, I No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. To, to me, in terms of the, the, the generation of basketball that we know now, to me, play style is what makes you what you are at your position. Because, like, LeBron James is big, but he's technically a point guard. He's a three- like he's big, but he's not. He's he's. But he could. You could. He's big enough man, to put him on. at the this four and six, at the nine, five. Two fifty, and we're sitting here trying to figure out to call him a big or not. No, but what I'm saying, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about play styles. Because no, you understand, understand what, what I'm saying. Weird, so weird, if you look at like Luca, you know what I'm saying. Luca's technically a big, but Luca's a guard. You know, so that that's just but Luca what I'm to me at. is Luca isn't like to me he's a three like because right he now, plays like, like one, but he's no he doesn't but play he, like a three he plays like a one. But my point well, is is that 
like right now, because you're not having there are there are zero there are zero power forwards, and there are zero centers taking the ball up court. With the maybe maybe single exception is Ben Simmons, but Ben Otherwise, Simmons is a big. Right, I said maybe the only exception is Ben Simmons, but my point is is that you don't let guys over six foot nine bring the ball up court. KD could. Like, he could, but does he? I mean, if you, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, Depends. sometimes, sometimes. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's about size anymore. I think it's about how you play. Is what fair. makes you what your position is. Eh, that's why okay. I don't. I no longer want to criticize Giannis for like not moving like KD or by, or for well, not. No one. I don't think anybody really does that anymore. It's just that I. So I have the same gripe with Giannis I've had for the last two or three seasons. The guy is, is no amazing. Wiggle? He's you all look wiggle. You gotta be born with wiggle. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna get wiggle. <laughs> um, I just wish that his game expand. Like, like he's so good at what he does. I just feel like he's like he's plateaued. Like he's comfortable. And I'm saying he's plateaued as he's putting up like numbers that only Wilt has put up. But we all know that once it gets down to playoff time, his play style is not going to be beneficial towards winning a championship. Okay. Like, why don't we why don't we hound him the same way they hounded James Harden? Well, well let me ask you this. Then. Let let's replace Chris Middleton with say James Harden. Are we having the same issue? I mean James Harden and Chris Middleton are, are not equals. But, the, but that, that's my all. point though. That's my point. But it, his play style and whatnot. Because you you could compare Giannis's play style in terms of dominance to someone like Shaq. But we never criticize Shaq because he has someone like Kobe to close for him. So if Giannis had someone like James to close for him, I mean, we're looking at... I mean, how much help does the guy need? Y'all telling me he's generational. KD generational, and he's got two all-stars next to him. Well, he GMing right now. He on his bronze <laughs> way. My point is, though... <laughs> he on his bronze yeah. way. Braun hasn't, Braun hasn't won a chip without at least one all-star next to him. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. He just won one with just AD, right? So yeah, I said that's one. Yeah, that's and one. that's good. And, and exactly. And KD but, uh, has two next to him. So why can't right, Giannis saying, have... Giannis some, has a the Giannis has an all star next to him. Chris he Middleton's two all stars next to him. Actually. Chris Middleton's yeah. what a one time all star, two time all star. I think he's been two time. And I, I think, think it's two times. And it's the last two seasons. It was both of his MVP seasons. How I think much, Drew Holiday's uh, also a two time all star. Uh, how much is Chris Middleton averaging right now? I mean, no, one is not, not like the this, others. Bro. So Chris, Chris Middleton, like so Chris, Chris Middleton nice. and James Harden equal each other? No, they don't. Okay, then all stars are not equal. Yeah. Okay, but you're talking about the best two in the game, like you know arguably. What I mean? Like, ask a pick somebody fan. else. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm saying, like, no. I, both, I, I will mean, say, I will well, say. The, the only reason season. why I say the best two in the game is because we are looking at KD, who's a top three player in the whole game, playing next to a top, three. playing next okay, to but a yeah, top. Why, but why are we talking about KD? KD being chasing ring chasing forever. No, no, that, that that's not the point. When I bring up KD, when I bring up KD, I'm talking about. In terms of the way that we look at Giannis and the Buck, Giannis and KD are both. You just didn't. Oh, no, 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 no. You just didn't want to compare him to KD. So no, no, no. That's not KD what I'm saying. Now. I'm saying Giannis and KD are both top five players in the league. But I'm saying the way that we criticize them in terms of their ability to close games or finish out games or make it to a certain point is very different. Because they have two different play styles. Exactly. That's the point that I'm making. So what I'm saying is if you were to give Giannis someone who can close the game at the level that KD or, has on the other or, side, you could make the case Giannis that they would. 
can go give himself some mid-range work and close the game out himself. I've never seen an MVP defer so much in the closing minutes of a game. That's bothersome to me. That's the thing is we're not talking about like, like you talking about KD. Let's like, let's talk about it. Like, like Giannis can't get his work off whenever he want to, but he's MVP. I don't yeah, but I'm that. saying if you look at it, like Shaq, Shaq would defer because he was so dominant. But he I mean, it's needs interesting someone that you to close up, for him. James, because in the beginning of the season, that was like Giannis did ask for Harden. He wanted Harden in Milwaukee. Because I'm telling you right now, if, if Giannis is running the five and James is running the point, woof, the boys would be putting on jewelry. You have Shaq um, and Kobe. That's literally what you have. Reincarnated. The, my point being is that okay, you have Chris Billson. This guy was 50, 40, 90 last season. Like one of only seven guys to ever do that. Like we're not going to talk to talk about him. Like he's not a certified bucket. Like you have help. But my thing is, he's not improving. He still hasn't shown me anything different than he's shown me the last Mm -hmm. three years. Like, why does Chris Middleton have to be the guy carrying the game when you have a two-time MVP? No, no, no. Not carrying. And a one-time defensive. No, no, no. Just closing. Let me finish. Go ahead. You got a two-time MVP and a one-time defensive player of the year. Like, but his game hasn't changed since... Like, he's... he, he, He emerged as this dominant player... And then kind of since then has very, like, like, like Cliff said, he's plateaued. Like he's not getting any better. Like he's just comfortable in his greatness. I don't know. I mean, his numbers say otherwise though. His numbers say otherwise, but it's just, this is the regular season. Like I said, we have to, we judge Giannis now during the playoffs. I don't want to look at it. Don't look at his point per game numbers. Don't look at any, look at like his shooting. Look at his, his. Like, look at his shot chart. Like, his shot chart is very similar to the way it's always been. Right. And he's actually taking less threes this year than he did last year. That, and I get that's it. He's not a great three-point yeah. shooter, but, like, he's taking less threes. So he's actually getting more one-dimensional. Like, I mean, let me get a post-fade. Let me get let me get some type of work that you can get off for the win. Like, there's nothing he has. If he's not head-back dive to the rim, it's, it's slow. No, I, I I hear you. I yeah, hear you. he he not he can't play he can't play slow tempo basketball. I I I I understand. My I, I'm just on, the only point that I'm making is that is if he had someone else to close out for him, he, he wouldn't need those things. He does. Chris Middleton is not that guy. You, you need another. You but need how another can you top. Say that? You, like he's still nice. You need another top five guy. To close so, out, to okay. help the two-time right. MVP close. All right, so hold on. Yeah. So we want to talk about that's sad. Okay. That's sad. All right, but we want to give we want to give all the smoke to KD because he out here ring chasing and recruiting dudes. No, what I'm like, saying is KD has a top five guy right next to him. All I'm saying is if Giannis also had a top five guy next to him, th- this wouldn't be a conversation. Do you understand? Well, what then I'm he saying? needs to get out of freaking Milwaukee. Like I agree, Wisconsin. Bro. I agree. Like, that's his fault. But I I agree. But I'm all, all I'm saying. Let's say that the Bucks made a. That's why I made that point about getting Donovan Mitchell. Like that would have been, in my opinion, enough. But if Donovan Mitchell is moving out of Utah, he dang sure ain't moving to Wisconsin. I mean, Utah to Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, going laterally, bro. It's an upper. It's not a down. It's only up. I mean, so. you got Aaron Rodgers. You're close to Chicago. It's something. <laughs> that ain't close enough, bro. Just go to the Bulls and call it a day. It's true. Yeah, man. I don't. Uh, I think. I think we're giving Giannis still too much. Like we talk about. We talk about you. Wasn't what a month ago you were talking about how if 
uh, Steph Curry doesn't make the playoffs this year. It's an indictment and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but you want to give all of this love and all this, you know, for lack of a better term, like all this, like, extra, like, maybe he needs this to Giannis. And I get it, like, he's making the playoffs consistently, but what is he doing? Leaving first round. Yeah, yeah. Like, but the only reason why Bam I'm saying Adebayo that is because of- shut him down last season. Yeah, no, he definitely did. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because of play style. Like, you could even make, like, Bam doesn't even yeah, but, really play like a big. No, but he doesn't, but he is. But the thing is, is if Bam Adebayo, who's a, what, two-time all-star? One-time all-star? Two-time, I think. Okay, yeah. but if he's shutting down a two-time MVP, like, shutting him down. Yeah, that's, I don't that's mean a problem. Like, I, don't I, mean I like, agree. I don't mean, like, it's light work. I mean, like, shutting him down. Then your and your team's just stalling because you're so used to just feeding this man the ball. Mm. That's a problem. Well, I mean, I don't want to say just shut like, down. He still had like 26, but I, but I, I believe me, I, I agree with you. There was one he game where he had what he had less than 20. He, he should have dominated that matchup and he did not. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I do. And every time he plays a athletic big, like a Bam, um, Embiid. Um, there are other guys like these athletic fours and fives, like he struggles, he struggles because he's so dominant on his athleticism mm-hmm. being so much better than everybody else in that position that when he faces his own, strengths, I think he does okay with Embiid. actually. I think I, I have to go back and look at those numbers, but, but no, I, I agree with what you're saying. I do. I, do I think he's been flawless in the playoffs? Absolutely not. He needs to step up his game and be better. And maybe we'll see that happen. Um, this offseason. But I, I'm just saying that, you know, he could he could use someone else. It, it, that's the only argument that I, that I make for Giannis. Um, Giannis in terms could of use play style. The summer of him being in the gym, adding to his game. That's what he could use. So you want him you want him to have it all. I don't want him to have it all. I want, I want him to have, to have more than what he has. Yeah. I mean, he I need, does. I need, he I need has a, a spot B. up. He does. He has a he has a. Uh, a set spot up jumper, but what you're asking him to do is go beyond that. You want him to have a wing step back jumper. I I want the two time MVP to look like a two time MVP when it matters. Nah, but Cliff, you want, but what are you asking him for? A bag, get a bag, which that would involves include an actual basketball skill set that doesn't involve you dunking. Something that you can use when there's a scheme placed in front of you that keeps you from doing your first option. Do you, what's your counter? Okay. Giannis doesn't have any counters. I all I, the great basketball players I watched growing up have counters. I agree. I okay, I so think if he works with like Hakeem or something, let's say if he had like a little shimmy shake in the post, or if he had yeah, something be, similar to what Tim to Duncan a, had, I, right? I would honestly love to see him with a post move. Something to if he had Tim Duncan's moves, he he would probably be a complete player, in my opinion. Here's what I'm talking about. Here's what I'm talking about. You have a two time MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Who if that's if he's on your team, if you're a GM, let's 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 break let's break this down a little bit more. If you're a GM and you have a two-time MVP on your team, what do you what's how are you wanting him to be used? Right? You want him to be the focal point of your offense and probably your defense too, right? Sure. Yeah. And which he is. Like you want him to be the work. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like let's look at the last whole, you know, season, obviously like COVID bubble and stuff, like that's kind of messed up. But like 2020, mm-hmm. 2019, 2020, he averaged 29 and a half points a game. Yeah, it's crazy. He averaged, yeah, it's right. It's, it is. It's total rebounds. He averaged 13.6 rebounds a game. So he was averaging 30 and almost 14 
a game. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? When he played in the Eastern Conference Finals, or excuse me, yeah, Eastern Conference Semifinals yeah, against semis. the Heat. Mm-hmm. Okay? Against the Heat. Yeah. And out, like out Bam, we can, we can say Bam's a good player, but we don't. I wouldn't say Bam is, I wouldn't say he's top five in his position. Bam is elite, though. But yeah, go ahead. But I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying all of a sudden your two-time MVP is 21.8 points a game, 11 rebounds. Yeah, he underperformed. Sure. So in the two and a half, two and a half rebounds down and eight points a game down. Uh, I agree. You underperform like for sure. The, the leading scorer in the last in the game four and game five, which bucks won game four, heat won game five. The leading scorer for both teams was who? Chris Middleton. Mm. Because Chris Middleton has a bag. And because game four, he's dropped 36 on them boys. And that's my point where if it, when let's see game five total rebounds, Brooke Lopez winner for both teams mm. with 14 uh, game four, Bam Adebayo game two, Giannis with 14 game one out of Adebayo with 17. So I'm just saying like when you can be outclassed consistently, mm-hmm. how are you the MVP? And when you say, oh, well, he just needs like a James Harden where it's like, bro, like he can be outclassed by guys who are two time all stars. Like not saying that Bam's a, like a scrub. I'm not saying that you guys know I'm a huge heat fan. I love Bam. Bam's the mm-hmm. truth. I'm not saying anything like that, but I'm just saying I think his he's just his resume does not fit his skill set. It just doesn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's a it's a valid point. He, he disappeared in the playoffs and he should have stepped up. I, I do, but, but I, but what? How? But going back to Cliff's point, how could he step up? How can he improve in the playoffs? Because as of right now, what I see this season is he's going to dominate the regular season and he's going to get shut down the playoffs the exact same way. So yeah. how does he improve? The only way he can improve is that he has to bring something he hasn't done before. So does he need the whole package? No, but he needs more than what he has. That's fair. That's I fair. will say if the if the Milwaukee Bucks want to maximize this version of Giannis, the version we have right now that we've had the last three seasons, two-time MVP, whatever, you want to maximize him like the way he is, he needs to play center. And he need to have a point guard who can distribute at a high level. And then, yeah. then I'll be scared. Then I'll be scared. But then this version of what we like, I mean, if, like just, if Mike Budenholzer doesn't figure this out, but like, he's done. This is last. Okay, season. so you're talking Orlando when they went to the finals. You're talking Dwight Howard and three point shooters. That's what you're talking. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, I he's, way more, he's way more he's way more dynamic than Dwight ever could be at the at the five spot. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm not saying I don't mean like I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I'm just saying like that's the play style. I, I agree. Is you feed the big and then when they start double triple teaming the big, the big just uh you know, but Giannis, the Giannis passing has improved. Giannis He's a much better passer too. Gets about like five, six assists a game, and that will be the crutch for his lack of offensive uh, skill set. That that be that that'd be playoffs. huge, Cliff. I, I distribute from the post. That's actually great. You call Mike right now. Like, no, I hate Milwaukee. I hope they get second rounded <laughs> again. I hope they keep doing the same exact thing. Do the same exact thing so that the Nets can destroy them. Please keep doing the same exact thing. Yeah, man. All right, all right. All right. Speaking of the Nets, let's move to the number two team in the East. Uh, how are we feeling about Brooklyn? You don't have to ask me. You know how I feel. How do y'all feel? 
There's not much to say. They're the best team in the East. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, like we're not allowed to. Yeah, when we play each other on 2K, we're not allowed to pick them. So <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're the best team in the East. However, defensively, um, here we go. No, no, I'm don't don't here we go. You know, the last true. time the last time the analytics popped up, the Nets were ranked twelfth in defense. So before you get crazy, let's talk about that. Defensively, they are not as strong as you would like them to be. Now, with that said, does it really matter when you're putting up 140 a game? No, not really. But, I mean, they're too good offensively. I don't see them losing any matchups offensively. The only way that they could potentially lose a matchup offensively, or the only way that they could potentially lose a game or series or get in trouble is if one of them, one of them, somebody disappears. Somebody disappears and gets hurt. That's the only way. And see, and that's the thing when you have, and this is, ah, and this is, no, this is why, sorry to go back to Milwaukee, this is why my gripe with Giannis is so crazy because when you have a guy who's that talented, if they just add the skill to it, it is literally impossible to create a scheme to stop him. So when you add three of those guys on one roster who can score wherever, there is no scheme. You cannot scheme them. And so, like, Giannis, to me, is just limiting himself so much. Like, bro, if you just get somewhat of anything, there's quite literally no way we can stop you. There's no way. Like, I don't care how good your defense is. I don't care what kind of coach you have. You don't have a scheme to stop three dudes. They're just three dudes. They can score however they want. I'll I'll say if I had to pick one team to beat the Nets, it would be the the team who's number one right now. Yeah, everybody's picking the Sixers. The Sixers, uh, for me, are going to fall right in that category with Milwaukee. They can be schemed. That's what's going to hurt them in the end. Offensively, sure. But what wins championships? Mm. Their defense is elite. Is elite. All right, break it down for me. Who's guarding who? If you could have Ben... uh, It really doesn't matter. If Ben Simmons can take... If Ben Simmons can take away one guy, just one guy... Hall of Famers. Who Who else is... And if I'd have if I had to pick one guy to take away, it would be James Harden. So I would try to stop James Harden. I would try to take him out of the game because James Harden is the best passer um, on that team. He's the best passer in the conference. So if you stop James Harden from facilitating league, league. Mm, go James, okay. go James. But if you stop James is leading the league in assists. If if you stop. <laughs> If you stop James Harden from facilitating, you hurt the Nets offensively because then it forces them to rely on isolation basketball, which they're great at, but it gets everyone, but it, but hear me out, it gets everyone else out of the game. So I don't care that Kyrie gets 30 and KD gets 50. You need to get Joe Harris involved. Uh, Landry Shamit, uh, hopefully he's good from that injury. Uh, Tyler Johnson. Uh, Blake Griffin. You need to get all these other guys involved. If you're not getting all these other guys involved, sure, Katie, uh, Katie could drop sixty. You know, uh, Kyrie could drop. 30. It doesn't matter. You'll lose the game because no one else is scoring. In theory, what you're saying is easy, but let me be the first to tell you, <laughs> James should know it. it ain't gonna be that easy. What do you like? You keep saying this. Like this man doesn't average like thirty plus in playoffs. Like I don't understand. What I'm saying like, is what, what, we've seen what, it what happen exactly? to the Rockets with James Harden and the so scheme James Har- that he James implements. James Harden was getting schemed 
because teams were shooting doubles at him high up. Now, when you shoot a double at somebody, you're playing four on three basketball. That's that's not that's not what I'm Cliff. That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is that. So if you're saying you're able, just take James out the game. Just take no, him out. That's that's not at all what I'm the guy saying. who's averaging. <laughs> hear, hear me just out. Take hear him me out. out. <laughs> okay. Saying, okay. Well, is Ben Simmons not a defensive player of the year? Ben is he Simmons, not your defensive player of the year? Is my defensive player of the year? And okay. So would you would you that say categorically in this matchup? Would you say would you say categorically he might be the best defender in the league? Yes. Okay. So you have the best defender in the league. I'm going to give him his chances at shutting down someone like James Harden. And when I say shut down, when I say shut down, I'm not saying James will go zero points, three for 12, something like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is James Harden could have a bad game where he gets, you know, 15 points and less than six assists. That's that's a bad game for James Harden. You're funny, and that's a winnable game. You laugh, but you but you laugh, but it's true. You're funny. You laugh, but it's true. You're that's funny. a winnable game for the, the 76ers. The fact that you are even like having this conversation is hilarious to me, dude. Ridiculous. Just stop. Like, okay. That's why I haven't said anything. I'm like, mm. all right. Remember this. You're talking in a seven game series, or are we talking about a one game? I'm talking a seven game series. Ugh. All right. All right. Just Enough. just just leave this call right now. Oh. Like we're done. I'm done with you. All right. Wait, you so, and Holden had your so, time so, last all right, week. So, all right, wait. So, I'm done with you. Me and, me and Cliff have arrived this one. All right, out. Ben. Like, so, I'm, when, done. I'm sorry. I, call, I just called you Ben. Wow. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Australian. <laughs> Tiago, when you decide to put oh, ben you try to get canceled. The best defender. Nah, <laughs> no, no, no. Hold hey, on, no. Shout, shout, shout out, out to all our listeners in Australia. Shout out we to love my y'all. kangaroo Keep going. brothers. Shout out to my kangaroo brothers. I love all Australians. Ooh, okay? I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> is that better? What do you mean? They don't. The kangaroos is fire. It's my people. Anyway, carry so, on. All right, yeah. Cut that out. Whatever. What, wait, hold on. First of all, you're not going to say and act like that's a slur. Like when Ben Simmons has a kangaroo diamond chain. Ben Simmons rocks a kangaroo diamond chain. C- carry Anyways, on. Carry whatever. on. Whatever. So you're going to put the best defender in the league right now, Ben Simmons, on James Harden, mm-hmm. leaving who to guard Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But th- I just told you that doesn't matter. I know what you're trying to say, but answer my question. I don't know, and I don't care. Because you make it seem like Kevin Durant can't facilitate, or Kyrie Irving can't also facilitate. They're really not that good at it. That is a lie. Go watch Kevin is Durant play in Golden State. Oh, what are they averaging right so now? What are they averaging right now? So here you go numbers. with the numbers again. Watch I'm just asking. Game. I'm asking. Watch you ask me game. a question, I'm asking you a question. What are they averaging right now? That's I don't know. But James Harden's playing. Well, Kevin Durant ain't averaging nothing. I haven't seen him play in like three months, but... What, okay, so what, I see how this conversation what's, what's Kyrie averaging in terms of assists? I don't know. It's a, like it's assists. He's not even running the point. He's playing like shooting guard. I'm, I'm if, he's aver- if, he's aver- if Kyrie's averaging over five assists playing two guard, I'm cooling. Uh, you Matter of fact, look, look that up for me. Yeah, look that up for yeah, me. You, you, want, you want me to look that up? Okay. Tell me how All many right. he got right now. I know he's averaging like 28 or something like that. He's averaging, he's averaging 5.7. Okay, so we're good money. What's up? How many is Katie averaging? Uh, like three. With thirty ball next to it on the hip. Okay, I mean, look, man, you got your ideologies. I ain't worried about Doc Rivers, bro. Now, I'm when Ky- when Kyrie was playing point guard, yeah, he was averaging about about five. He's been consistent at five. I mean, yeah. I watched the game last night. Kyrie threw some some pretty beautiful passes. I will say that. I I, I think he can he can facilitate if he's like. 
Sure, but sure. To your and, point and again, fair. it's the regular season. Fair. But I'm to just, and fair. again, I'm not saying, uh, what I'm saying is if a team has a shot at beating him, that's how you do it. That's all I'm saying. And, and on that point, I'll take that. I'll, yes, I will take that. That's, that's a good starting point. Yes, let's do that first. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Look, I'm not, I'm, look, I'm, if I was a betting man, I'm not saying they're going to lose. They're going to, look, I have them out of the East. What I'm saying is if there's one team that could give them trouble and if there's one coach who could scheme for it, it's Doc Rivers and it's the Sixers. They have Doc the personnel Rivers, to do it. A, yeah, anyways. Um, wow. You you always disrespect Doc. Like that man is Doc a champion. Rivers like what are we talking about? Doc Rivers disrespects himself. What are we talking about? I don't care about Doc Rivers. He doesn't what? put any fear in my heart. You sound all. like Paul George's cousin. What's going on? Like, <laughs> do you worry about it. Leave so Doc I'm, alone, I'm going to wrap this part up here <laughs> saying that the Nets will not sweep the East. I won't respect the East like that. The Nets will only lose one game. When they get a gentleman uh, sweep on the Sixers, 4-1. It'll be in the finals. Boom. All right. What? All right. So, all right, guys. Let's talk some feel-good news. Oh. Let me get like a little round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Um, oh, here we go. Before I even start off, $5 to the person who could tell me where Oral Roberts University is. No, thanks. Okay. I'll, I'll lose my money. Thank I will keep you. my I'm five. Good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I asked that and I looked this up two days ago and I forgot. Wait, but can I guess that? Go ahead. Oral Roberts. Um, it gave me Ohio vibes, but it's not. Okay. So I'm off. glad you eliminated that. Uh, <laughs> Kansas. Kansas. Ah. Is it somewhere right. Midwest? It feels like a Midwest thing. I think it's in PA. What? Hold on. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? The school's named after an American televangelist. Okay, hold on. This is crazy. Anyways, the school is located in, drumroll please, Wikipedia is failing me right now. Um, <laughs> it's in Oklahoma. All right, boom. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. Anyways, big ups to Oral Roberts. They put in their right. work. A little sweet 16 appearance. Shout out to them for knocking off uh, Florida this past what Sunday? Yeah, that's right, Florida. Even though we we from Florida, I mean but, you hate him, but uh, I'm a Florida it. State fan, so I'm all about it. All right, that's right. Florida State is actually balling right now. I'm saying the game should almost be over. But anyway, shout out to Oral Roberts, super feel good story. Also, shout out to Loyola Chicago again, and sisters, sister Jean. Yeah, sister man, Sung. she you like me? 182, she bro. She out here. here. She out here living her best life, vaccinated, all that, gang, gang. You feel oh, me? Oh man. Uh, she said she's trying to get a chip this year. What's up, bro? That'd be right. awesome, man. That's that's a hey, that's what we need in twenty twenty one. The Loyola Chicago, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, the chip. <sighs> That'd be dope, man. That'd be dope. It's this 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 chip, this championships. Up Why right not? Now. We it, um, we got a million upsets right now, man. Ohio's out. Uh, who who else was out? Uh. Uh, then everybody's VCU out. get disqualified. I mean, like everybody's just dropping. I mean, yeah, why not? It's March, baby. It's March. Hey, Anything the madness. Happen? All right, look, y'all. Well, thank y'all for rocking with the team. Uh, we are proud to be back. Make sure y'all follow us on all the socials at Three OT Podcast. We will have a lot of content coming for you guys. And uh, I'm gonna get a little sneak peek. There will be a TikTok, a triple overtime TikTok, appearing in the very near future. Um, it will be chaos. I want y'all to know that right now. It will be chaos. Okay. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. Be on the lookout. All right. Check us out on stereo too. We and live check us on stereo. stereo as well. Shout out my boy Holden. Um, but yeah. Yeah, holding holding us down. Bars, bar him up. Hey.
Oh, hey. Took <laughs> me a second. As always, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Appreciate y'all listening. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Thank you for not like killing us for this super gap we just took, but uh, we're back and we're booming. Until next time. <laughs>